Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Everything Goes. So I'll just wait for people to walk in, and we're going to have a unique show today, some parody and some some serious stuff, and God knows what else. <laughs> so I guess we'll everybody pop in. Uh, we'll adjust the volume here. So we got already people walking in. Um, go. Yeah, the... Hey, hi, welcome everybody. How you doing, Mr. Bean? Um, hopefully you didn't drink a glass of that stuff again. You know, you learned your lesson. <laughs> the um, It's interesting today where we're at. <clears throat> Good. <laughs> Good. I hate to see somebody get killed over something, you know, because they're too zealous. You know, I, I, I like zealousness, but I also like getting things done right. You know what I mean? It's better to be right, get it right, than to be first, you know. Uh Okay, here we go. Let me put this up. So copy. Alrighty. I'm just I'm just doing some fine tuning here on whatever. Alrighty. Wow, we've got people rolling in here real good. So let me just continue here real quick and I'll get on to the show. By that time we'll have about a million people walking in and you know. <laughs> let me see here. I did, I did put the show up late because I was looking at a lot of different information. And what kept coming up, believe it or not, was a lot of parody. And I thought, well, maybe we need a little sense of humor. Uh, I will start out the show with a little bit of a sense of humor. And every now and then I will interject different um, uh, things there. Because, again, um, sometimes we have to laugh at this crap that we're dealing with. Sometimes it's, it's you know beyond our imagination that this is actually going on in these times. And you would think with all the data and all the information that we're dealing with today, that we'd have enough to, you know, um, scrutinize and to, you know, extrapolate facts from fiction. But the one thing I'm also realizing, people are having problems remembering some of the stuff that we even talk in a week much less currently, you know, my wife hates you because I've been listening to much of, too much of your content. Any suggestions on how to deal with her? Walmart has lots of wives you can pick one from. <laughs> Some of them might be a little strange, but, uh, you know, she's your wife. And I don't know how long you've been married to her, but, you know, the longer you're married, the easiest way to deal usually is just, you know, don't. <laughs> Unless you're ready for a battle. Um, <laughs> you know. You got to remember, women do have a mind of their own too, right? So they're obviously, you're not going to, you know, depending on how you approach the, how you approach the, um, the topic matters, how you're going to either win, lose, or get your ass handed to you. It's just the way it works, you know? Um, but anyhow, I, I, I don't try, I, I try very hard not to give any kind of marital advice. You know, I'm not one to give that kind of advice. I, <laughs> The awesome Jew. I have a different approach. You know, I've got that Bill Cosby thing that he talked about with his uh, grandfather, and he learned the secret weapon, and I use that. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you're going to get burned. <laughs> no matter how you how how you engage it, you're going to get burned. You know, it's the way it goes. And Bill Cosby's grandfather had the right idea. You know, uh, the story goes when Bill Cosby was with his grandfather, he's playing checkers and he hears his grandmother calling out his grandfather's name and he just ignored it. And so Bill said, Granddad, did you hear Grandma? <laughs> he said, No. <laughs> And then she said it again. And he said, Gra uh, Grandpa, did you not hear? No. <laughs> so he thought something was wrong with his grandfather's hearing. And then his grandmother comes up with a rolling pin and says, you, I know damn well you heard me. I said, honey, if I had heard you, I would have been, you know, whatever. So I learned that's the best approach. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's usually the best approach. <laughs> you know, but anyway. Saves a lot of unnecessary anguish. That's just how I put it. Uh, the tape is coming loose on my triangle. Is it is it okay that I put copper tape on it? Yeah, you can put whatever on it. You can also just take hot glue and glue that part of the tape that comes is coming loose. You know, usually if you wrap up pretty tight, they they usually hold. Um, but yeah, sometimes that happens. So yeah, I usually what I do is I get hot glue and I'll unra unravel a row and put the glue around it and then retape it. And that usually holds it and seals it even better. So something you can try. Um, there's a new, there's a new acetic, uh, parasitic acid with the MSM and it needs two hours to, yeah, it's all the same. It's an oxidizing agent. So you're going to have to, you know, the only thing you're doing is adding MSM to it. So the peroxide and the vinegar are going to create a super oxidizing effect. So the MSM is going to be in there with it. So it actually accentuates the effect, you know. Uh, and again, I've been using it and, I, and I'm noticing some stuff. Hey, all, I missed you. Okay. Yotani uh, and crew. Okay. Uh, how do you store your pro? I just leave it on the, I leave it on the, on the uh, counter. Uh, you can refrigerate it if you want to, but I've not seen any negative by leaving it on the counter. The room temperature. So... Basically, I'll, I put I got a dropper bottle that I'm I made about 500 mils of this stuff, and um, so what I do is I put it in a dropper bottle and I'll put 20 drops. I was using teaspoon amounts because again I'm always experimenting, trying to figure things out, and I wound up finding that it was overkill. So um, how long does it last? It should last for a while, depending on. Um, your usage, uh, it will break down. So you may want to shake it before you uh, utilize it. Uh, you got to remember, this is all relatively new. So basically, we're all learning as we're going along. But again, the effect of this has been pronounced very much so. So I talked a bit more with my friend and Groven Groves disease. It's uncommon skin disease causing rash in the trunk. Well, maybe, maybe, okay. It may not even be a disease. It may be a reaction to the nanotechnology that we're consuming and we're being exposed to. See, we're still stuck. A lot of people are still stuck on this idea that everything's just a simple biology. It isn't. If we're having these conditions, these are genetic, these are genetic aberrations that are being caused by something. That's how you're going to have to know that's how you're going to have to start thinking today that why is this aberration is there? And if the doctors can't figure it out, probably there's a good chance and a high probability of not even looking at the nano and the nanites that are in their food supply 
They're not looking at the genetic modifications of the food or they just don't want to deal with it because again, they could wind up losing a license. So a lot of the stuff that we got to start thinking and you got to start looking at doing this, these things yourself, you know, uh, well, you may have to go up to, to 20 drops. You know, I went, I'm using 20 drops. I was, I started as a teaspoon and it does work. But when you take that much of it at one time, your, your gut may react and it reacts for about five or 10 minutes because of the oxidation. But after that, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you, I, I can't tell you how long it's going to last. I'm, like I said, we're all in on it. If it's a refrigerator, it should last longer. I'm leaving mine on the counter. So I'm again, as, as I go, I'll let you know. So to see how long, so, so far I've had my stuff out for two weeks and still kicking. So, um, uh, you know, we'll let you know. Um, took me years to accept this nano stuff. Well, you know what? It's, I'm telling you right now, more and more people are coming around to that thinking. Uh, I just did an inter I just did a consultation yesterday out west in Canada, and there was a young woman that was afflicted with this, and she's already done her uh, homework on it, doing the scoping and everything else. And unfortunately, she took two jabs, so that is basically against her. But she can do the prussic acid to help alleviate some of the symptoms and the vas again to help flush out what isn't hasn't been completely uh, entangled or integrated. Like I said, we're going to have to start thinking in the term terms of genetics. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, you could do that too. I mean, if you're not sure about something, it's good to go start off low and work up. I mean, I don't see a problem with that either. So I'm given because I'm the, um, the one that's bringing it up. I will start off at a heavier dose. And again, if it's too heavy, I will immediately drop it because if it's too strong for me, it will be overload for most people most of the time. There are some people that have taken even the SCS that, like I said, if I'm sniffing that stuff, I'm in the washroom and it doesn't have any effect on them. So, yeah, um, uh, I'm using the graphene formula. For, for, okay. Uh, boy, it had me sweating and moving the bowels. Yeah, it does. It does. I went yesterday. I was using it. Um, I applied it four times and I had... I think Elvis and the band come out yesterday. So every time stuff was coming out, it was coming out in, um, in, um, there was all kinds of stuff, just not just shit, but other things was coming out too. Well, you can all that shit too, but it, it's, it, and again, I'm doing it in conjunction with the spike. So it seems to have, um, it seems to have a, um, a very positive effect in removing the, whatever's there. There's another fellow in the group that um, I'm with in the Nano Warrior on the Zoom, and he's been at it as long as I have. And I think what's happening with us, because we have gotten our loads, our load levels way, way down. Um, but I think it's happening with us with what we're seeing, because I have seen some heavy volume come out still, and I think, holy cow, and didn't realize that was still there. We've disengaged a lot of this technology in us. And so as a result, this is, I think, removing whatever still was bound inside that wasn't, that hadn't uh, got free. So we're seeing that as well. So it's, it, like I said, it seems to be doing a lot in that regard. In a pregnant woman, take the, uh, I wouldn't do that until 
maybe after the second trimester, you know. Um, I don't like giving pregnant women anything except nutrition, quite frankly, um, because I don't want to have them risking losing the child. So uh, I would probably even wait till after you had the baby, to be honest with you. You know, I'm not, like I said, I would rather give you the right nutrition to boost your immune system and the child's immune system rather than to give you something that's going to treat something. Because sometimes these things, like I said, it's a super oxidizing agent. So I don't want to risk damaging anything on the genetic level uh, in the child's um, development. What do you think about using Invermectin topically for knee pain? Why would you use it on topically for knee pain? You know what Invermectin has in it? What it actually does? It's an it's a, a anti-parasitic and an antibacterial. So why would you use it for knee pain? I fail to understand why you would use it, utilize it. Um, you know, the like I said, I err on the side of caution. When a woman's carrying a child, I I preferred giving her like things like collagen and things like uh, maybe lipids, sunflower lecithin, vitamin E. For the fats, a little vitamin A, yogurt, lots of yogurt, mixing, mixing these uh, fat solubles in the yogurt, uh, B, uh, B complexes, things of this nature, so that when the child is born, its insides are solid and the insides are developed the way they're supposed to be. No soy products whatsoever. And even after a child's born, I, I uh, tell the women, you know, even if I use milk instead of the, the, formulas they get out to further compromise the child's health mix it with coconut oil and um, um, gelatin or collagen you know if you want to add a little b complex with it or yogurt with it that's fine mix it up and give that to the child you know if the child's getting too gassy then add an enzyme to milk that you're making or get those goat milk formulas because all this shit that they're selling out there is designed to again break down the the uh compromise the child's digestive system so that when they get older they have allergies and all kinds of shit that they shouldn't have you know so tony thoughts about dmso a healthcare practitioner has protocol for stroke yeah that'll work for that dmso will be very good for that uh dmso has a lot of properties i'm even considering doing a experiment with the um peracetic acid by putting in maybe a um, um, a tablespoon uh, in regarding uh, in the mixture, just to see what transpires. And again, doing it in drop amounts. Um, we may see, you know, Elvis, the band, and the orchestra all come out at the same time. Who knows? You know, who knows? So, like I said, <clears throat> I'm always experimenting. And DMSO, um, you send me. Um, if you send me an email, I'll send you some books on DMSO, and you can see what impact it has. They were using DMSO for a long time for cancers and other pathogens because of the way it permeates, and they were even mixing things with it to deliver it more efficiently, uh, whatever they're trying, to get into the system better. So again, uh, I would encourage you to uh, do the research on it, you know, uh, Heart attacks. Well, that's they used to use turpentine for heart attacks. They're doing open heart surgery back in the 1920s. If somebody's heart was starting to fail, they would insert 
they would inject turpentine in, which which would open up the arteries and allow the heart to function better. So, yeah, DMSO would work for that. It works on cancer even. Uh, there are some areas in the body where uh, sometimes when they're congested, the DMSO can get in where other things can't. So it's very effective. You know, I've had tinnitus and headaches for many years. Tried the allopathic route for three years, and I realized I was it was bullshit. I was diagnosed with the Crohn's after a shot in the, in the Swedish military 20 years ago. Uh, last 10 years, I haven't been able to work because of fatigue. I can't use my brain anymore, and I was using my mind as a project manager and music business organizer. I think I might have been targeted. Uh, last few months, the tinnitus has driven me half insanity. What can I do? Nothing. There's not a damn thing you can do about it because there is no tinnitus. What you're dealing with there is a, is a targeting of frequencies that your brain is registering. Tinnitus was a cover-up. Back in the 60s in, in Canada, they had built the first antenna that had uh, reached all the way down to Georgia and Alabama. After they built that antenna, that's when tinnitus became a reality. That's when the doctors uh, defined it as tinnitus. There was no tinnitus. What was going on was the frequencies of the antenna that was being pushed were affecting everybody's brain. What you're hearing is your brain being hit with frequencies. So um, there is no tinnitus. Never was. So the and as far as the Crohn's goes, you may find that the pyrocytic acid may help clear up whatever's congesting your, your uh, digestive system, your intestinal tract, and you may want to start using glutamine to repair the intestinal tract. You may want to start using uh, yogurts that have a full-spectrum um, uh, uh, probiotic effect. You may want to also use uh, colostrum, uh, MSM, uh, and quercetin to repair the damaged colon. And because once that repairs and the bacterial levels get back where they should be in the gut, you may find that your brain will uh, function a lot better. So again, everyone is hearing the buzzing, the high pitching, the humming, the roaring, the screeching noises that's going on in the ear. That's all from the, from the towers, from the cell phones, from, uh, again, them affecting the weather. Um, you know, I won't mince words with that or won't bull bullshit you on that. That's what we're dealing with. I did the research on that about five years ago and found out that it goes through the back of the ear, behind the ear, into the brain, and, and creates the what you're hearing, whatever it may be. And you also will find, you'll also find there are days when the screeching and the high pitch is higher than normal. That's when the weather gets affected within 12 to 24 hours. You can, you can set your clock to that. So these are things, again, um, to keep you aware. And the other thing as well, um, uh, you can take uh, phosphorus. Because phosphorus helps. If there is any, say, buildup of waxes and things, any form of phosphorus will actually help alleviate the blockages that may be in the canals of the ear. So these are something else you can use. Uh, okay, so again, remember remember all the stuff I'm telling you here, that a lot of the stuff that I'm telling you is taking you beyond the allopathic, way beyond it. 
And you have to start thinking and observing. You know, I got I got people writing me all the time, telling me they're looking this, you know, they're looking up this these different information, and then they ask me about what I think about it. What I think about, what I think about it, excuse me, is not the issue. It's what you should be able to interpret what you're reading. Okay, the interpretation of what you're reading is more important than what I think about it. If you're seeing artificial flavor, natural flavor, silica, titanium, aluminum, soy, uh, um, coloring agents, that right there, right off the bat, should give you an indication that what you're using or going to be using is contamin has contamination. You know, if they're telling you you've got um, nano delivery, right away that should be telling you that you should be interpreting that as a problem. You know, what did somebody asked me the other day? I, I was I was uh, uh, kind of surprised with the question. Um, <laughs> The, the product had a bunch of stuff in it and they thought it was really good, but they didn't read the other ingredients. And the other ingredients, like I, you know, is where you got to look. Everything that's got A to Z, you can interpret that later. Something's telling you that you got to take three pills or three capsules on time to be able to get the full range or the full dose of what you're they're giving you. Then that supplement is going to cost you a lot of money because. If you got to take that many capsules in order to get the value that they're telling you, then it's not a very good supplement, number one. Number two, uh, if it's got excipients in it and they're loaded with excipients, obviously the supplement that you're buying has been contaminated or, or compromised. Okay, and If it's a compromised supplement, then you don't want to use it. Uh, if I were to grow my own food in a geodesic dome, what material should I use to make sure that plants get enough sunlight? Well, you can use any kind of transparency. You can always use also uh, inside the dome, the sunlight that they use for reptiles in, in the pet shops, you know, stuff like that. Um, you're going to have to tinker with that no matter what, how you build it. Whether it's a geodesic dome or if you're building a square roofed uh, unit, you know the lighting. You can you can build maybe a again depending where you live and your and the if you have a seasonal change in your weather, if you have a one season deal, like say for instance you're in Arizona, then all you would need to put is some kind of plexiglass, you know, and you can then deflect the light with mirrors throughout the throughout the unit. That'd be more than enough sunlight there because you get a lot of sun there. If you're living like where I'm living, where you have four seasons and you have a area like we don't see enough sun. Like today, some sun came out, but then we had the storm hit us. So, like I said, you'd have to kind of tinker with your your environment there. Also, I don't think it's a question of reading or looking up information. Uh, anyone can read anything in the wisdom. We come to you for have the information. Correct. And I'm glad you do. But the point I'm trying to say is, when I'm telling you what to look for and how to look for it, okay, then you should already have that approach in your head. Now, sometimes you may have a question about a product, and I get that too. But, okay, if you're reading a vitamin, let's just go with a multivitamin. And it's got everything from A to Z. And then it says daily dose is three capsules per serving. Right away, 
you, you should be thinking, I got to take three capsules in order to get the milligram strength that they're saying. Okay. So that's telling you right off the bat that this is a pretty weak product. Right off the bat. Okay. Then when you look at the other ingredients and you see it's got soy in it, artificial and natural flavors. It's got aluminum lake 5671123. It's got red number three, which is, causes liver cancer. Red number 40, which causes liver cancer. Okay. You got aluminum lake number blue, which causes some sort of respiratory issues. You know, uh, uh, yellow number five and six, which causes lung issues as well. Again, can trigger an asthma attack. Again, these are things that, again, when you start seeing these things in these products, you should already in your mind or in your thinking realize that, okay, it's a shit product. And a lot of times these shit products cost you more than the, than the stuff that doesn't have the stuff in it. Sometimes, not always. So the idea I'm trying to get here is so that you become, again, autonomous. Okay? You need to be autonomous. And again, when people are asking you why you're doing what you're doing, you should be able then to respond to them based on the information you have received or you've researched that these vitamins that you have here. And again, even looking at the combination, you know, some of the vitamins that they have formulated, even the formulations are just, they just suck. This is why I tell people today, I do not know of any multiple vitamins being sold in a health food store today that I would seriously buy because they're all compromised. They used to have some good ones before they added some stupid shit to them. And now you got to be aware of the fact that there may be a nano delivery method in involved in these things. So again, this is why I'm, I'm, I'm hitting this hard. I'm not going to be with you all the time. You go, you're going to go to a health food store. You're going to go online and you're going to look at Vitacost, Nutricost, or wherever you're going to buy your supplements from, right? And so you're going to look at these supplements they're carrying all this shit out there. And then again, you got these gurus propagating some some vitamin company or some supplement again to make money. They're not there to they're not there to benefit you. They're there to make money. So they got this latest and greatest and wonderful whatever body da -da -da -da, and then they pro propagate it. You know, how many how many times have you guys seen ads, especially the guys, right? That now they got a product that's gonna give you the boner of boners. You're gonna have the hard on of hard ons, and you just got it, you know. And the, and the problem isn't this, the problem isn't that. We need, but you need this supplement. And when you check all the supplements that have propagated to give you an erection, can you look at the product? They're all pretty much the same thing. But then you look at the excipients, right? And you look at all the things. So if these things, and again, the formulations are pretty much the same. One variation are different than the other one but they'll either have some kind of nitric oxide mm -hmm. booster they'll have some sort of precursor to a testosterone booster like say a tribulus product which again should be listed with protodiacin in order for that to work they'll have you know maybe a deer antler product and they'll have something in it that may give you a precursor to some testosterone they'll add zinc to the product you know how many of them add selenium that's the one that should be in there as well because if these things do work and you are there for the duration, you're, you're going to be draining yourself quite a bit. So you need things to, um, uh, you know, you're going to need things there to re regenerate and replenish your testicles and to protect them. Yeah, I, no, and I do agree with that. But like I said, the whole idea behind these shows is to, again, give you the ability to be autonomous so that you can interpret what you're reading you know, and if you do, and if you do see something on a product that you don't understand, and you shouldn't buy the product until you actually look it up, 
that's what I do. I'll look online and I'll see these products that are coming out. And then I, if I, uh, then I will look. If I see something I don't know, I'll stop my search there and then search that particular thing. Uh, give you an example. Uh, some of the almond milks now have this product called Gelan, G-E-L-L-A-N. What it is, it's a, it's a type of material like uh, xanthine. It's a gum-like material that they're using to suspend the almond uh, uh, in the water so it doesn't, uh, you know, settle at the bottom. Now, I could not find for the longest time anything that, that um, expressed what this is and where it came from. And to this very day, there's a lot of obscurity with this product or this material. So if I see something that has it in, like almond milk or rice milk or any of that crap, I don't drink rice milk, but once in a while I will get an almond milk. Again, rarely these days because I usually make my own. Um, but if I see that in there, I will not buy it because, again, I don't know enough about it. And, again, there's not enough. Uh, again, I haven't looked at it for a while. But at the time, there was not enough data on it. So I avoided it. Uh, what material of the geodesic dome would prevent the penetration of the nanoparticles? Well, in all honesty, nothing. If it's a zero to 50 nanometers, it will penetrate anything. It's when it collects and agglomerates <clears throat> um, at 100 nanometers where it will congest. So what you're going to need inside the geodes geodesic dome is some kind of filtration system, an ionic field, an electrical sta static charge, which in fact may help your plants grow better. So you're, like I said, you're going to have to look at things. I mean, even if the fact if you open and close the door, if you got to go into the place, again, the moment you open the door, stuff is going to go inside. And even the seed you're using, even if they're heritage seeds, they may have the stuff... Uh, um, they may have been exposed to it. So it's going to be, it's going to take some time. And you may have to grow generations of these uh, plants that you're growing in order to get the effect you're looking at. You know, so like I said, it, it's going to take time. You have to learn how to think before you can learn. Uh, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I'm hoping to achieve in this show is to give you the ability to what to at least look for. And again, if you're not sure what you're looking for, again, research it. You know, see what you're getting in the research. And, okay, what I do, and one of the things I do, I get all the wonderful things these are perpetrated to be doing. Oh, it's going to put a red S on your chest and blue underwear, and you're going to leap tall buildings, and bolts are going to bounce off you, and you're going to have X-ray vision, and you'll be able to walk on water. That's usually the sales pitch, right? Okay. I look at the side effects. That's what I look at. And then when I look at the side effects, I look at how much does one have to take before the side effect actually is a problem. Because in the past, you would hear all these things about certain things that were, for instance, let me give you an example, comfrey root. Comfrey is one of the best healing herbs out there, period, bar none. Bar none. It's strong, it's effective, yet you'll hear all kinds of negative 
uh, aspect because of a certain chemical composition carries. All right. But when you actually look at that chemical composition that it carries, it carries in such a minutia that it wouldn't even hurt a mouse. And if you look at the LD50 on it, which indicates how much you'd have to take of a substance before it becomes dangerous or harmful, it is so low that the plant has, again, wonderful attributes, root or leaf. Before it could do any damage, you'd have to be eating it by the ton. Excuse me. But what's being perpetrated today in the Internet and with some herbal herbalists again who don't know enough of the, again to wipe their backside when they take a dump the they don't look at that aspect of it and that's where i look at okay if i'm going to give you something how much do i have to give you before it actually does you some damage or before it affects you in a negative way and a lot of times the vitamins that you're taking the suggested doses to take one to three a day where the actual reality of it is you have to take sometimes up to five to ten times the suggested dose because the dose they're suggesting is the dose you give to a rat. Now, this is where or a mouse or whatever their test subject was. But this is where now that gets a little dicey because there are some things you cannot take a lot of and it actually works better in small amounts like selenium, manganese. Um, uh, what's another one that has a trace element? The trace elements are, again, taken in a lower dose so that you don't wind up creating a, a negative reaction. Vitamin A, again, you don't need a lot of that either. Uh, vitamin E, you don't need a lot of that either. You know, So, again, these are things, again, after time and research, you'll find out this information. But in general, in general, that's where I first thing I look at a herb. For instance, when I looked at rhodiola, and I looked at all the things about rhodiola. And I looked at the LD50 on it. And I thought, well, Jesus has got hardly, you'd have to eat about two tons of this shit before you'd find any negative effect. Now, having said that, some things have an accumulative effect and over time can build and cause problems. And that's why it's good to cycle off of herbs that you're using and maybe use the other ones. I do that all the time. I'll use a cycle for six to eight weeks and then I'll change the formula. Okay. So again, this and then this comes with trial and error, and this comes with uh, this comes with you know dealing with the stuff for a while uh, in order to, again to ha give you the solutions I'm giving you. Um, what's bad is our prescription drugs that we don't know what's really in them, especially when you need them for your condition. Well, not just the prescription drugs now. You have to understand the, the drug companies have bought out just about all the nutraceuticals that you're buying. And they're changing the formulas. And they're changing a lot of formulas to meet their pharmaceutical vitamins. So they're almost going to be identical. The health industry is all about money now, not health. I spent about $1,000 in three months of supplements, which all turned out to be crap. Where I, When I started listening to Tony, I checked the ingredients and most of them contains silica, I realized it was all poison. A lot of it today, unfortunately, that's the, tr that's not, that's the case. And now they're adding nano delivery to a lot of the supplements. And if you, again, if you look in the uh, consumer index about uh, uh, products that contain nano and then you'll find a lot of vitamins today, even some of the, the bodybuilding, a lot of bodybuilding stuff uh, is carrying nano delivery. And again, there's not enough known about that stuff in the in the in any industry 
how that stuff actually comes out of the body, if it even comes out of the body. They, they propagate the carbon C60 comes out of the body. It doesn't. It actually gets trapped in the cells. It gets trapped into the brain, into the spine, into the spleen, and into the liver. And because they formulate it with olive oil, the carbon that they're seeing come out of, out of that is from the olive oil. And the carbon C60, when you do the research, it says it comes out through the respiratory tract, the kidneys. Like I said, a lot of bullshit. Again, the selling products. You know, it's a wonder dunder. You know, and then, and when you're looking at the research on the carbon C60, when you look at any kind of carbon on a nano scale, the toxicity levels of these things are off the chart. We're like 210,000 toxicology studies on, the, on nanocarbon. Whether it was carbon C60, carbon C125, black carbon, uh, graphene, graphite, diamine. Um, there was another one. Um, carbomer was another one. Carbomer and like they all had problems. Like these shouldn't be even used in the system. They're saying it's benefiting the plants. And maybe the, the soil has a bacterial component in it or an acid component that can break it down. Now, we know that oxygen, an oxidizing agent, will break these stuff, stuff down. So maybe in the plants it may work, but I have my suspicions. It's just not, it's just not carbon C60 they're putting in there. They're putting probably other things. They're talking about putting mRNA into the crops now. mRNA in the crops. So what's that saying? What is that saying to everybody? They're contaminating the food supply all across the board. Bill Gates is telling the Australians, we're going to have a new and improved, you know, pandemic. And it's all going to be man-made. All these pandemics are made. Man-made, well, I shouldn't say man-made. Again, that's a, that's a, a, maybe a misnomer. You know, alien technology being utilized by mad scientists for profit. You know, um, hey, Tony, uh, my husband and I for many years have taken the now super enzymes, but it's recent times of those they have. Added, yep. Yeah, I quit using them three years ago or four years ago. Uh, is there not some other brands that can recommend? The only one that I've seen based on the listing based on the listing, is uh, Enzymedica by, uh, sorry, Digest Basic, Digest Gold. It's a, it's a line by Enzymedica. They're the only ones that I'm not seeing any kind of filler put into their, into their, um, into their enzymes. Now, again, doesn't mean they're not doing it, but as far as the label goes, they're clean. You may want to contact them, but you may have to start buying enzymes and putting them together yourself. Now, I do that for my for myself. That's what I do. So, but if I'm for a lot of people, and then we do sell them here too. We do have enzymes that we do sell. For a lot of people, um, I just some go to the health food store, get the digest basic, get the digest, you know, by Enzymedica. It's pretty much uh, has uh, the equivalent or stronger potency of the super enzyme that now has. Now it's changed a lot of their vitamins. They're now adding veggie cap instead of uh, gelatin cap. They're switching everything over. You know, so again, they used to be a pretty decent supplement company. Uh, I would still probably buy their powders like their um, 
creatines or their uh, their whey protein. Again, depending if and only if they haven't changed the formulation there either. Because again, I don't buy a lot of stuff anymore at a health food store. I buy them online. I buy them in bulk. Like I go to Pure Bulk and get a lot of my stuff. So because again, it's just powder, and I can put it together myself. So you know, um, um, that again, you may have to become innovative. Um, a lot of those almond milk companies use engineered particles for manufacturing. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I rarely touch that stuff, to be honest with you. I will go buy my own almonds if I want to make an almond milk. I'll soak them, and then I'll add maybe a little glycerin to it. And if I want to suspend it, I'll add xanthium gum to it, and now it'll hold it so it doesn't come apart. Uh, you know, I keep them all in, the, in a box. Uh, I spent so much money on them that I'm finding it hard to get rid of them, even though I know I will not use it. Well, you can put them in the garden. I would put them in the garden. You know, the bacteria in the ground and soil will break down a lot of those elements. And the acid in the soil will break down even the silica to some level. So, and again, if the plants do take it up, it'll be in a, again in a microgram uh, dose, depending on what you're growing, obviously. But yeah, a lot of times what I do is if I, if I say if I buy some old supplements and even if they got some kind of excipient in them that I'm not crazy about, I will put them in a solution and I'll add yogurt and maybe a little acid with them to break down everything. And then when I'm putting it into the soil, I'll let the soil do the rest because there are bacteria in the soil and I mean they've got I forget what it's called now um, that will basically uh, dissolve just about anything. Um, they use it as a as a um, for the colon to colonize the uh, bacteria. I forget what they're called, uh, but anyway, stuff like that I may do. You know, or if I find expired vitamins, you know, same thing. I'll throw them in there with a mixture of yogurt and acid and water and let them sit there for a day, and then again use them use them in the soil. You know. Hey, old fashioned, how did it go with your your uh, protests? Did you uh, have to pull out your uh, hardware and persuade them? Or what what happened? <laughs> how you telling me it's okay to, to use the peroxide distilled vinegar solution in bass with triangle? I can't see why you couldn't. Um, um, I've been drinking the peroxide solution, as you recommend. Listen to all your shows, and you've helped me a great deal. Yeah, I, I would use it. Uh, I, I would try. I probably would put a cup in 50-50 and make sure you make sure you uh, again dissolve it in the in the stir it up well in the, in the tub. Uh, I ordered 12 bottles of liposomal vitamin C and those uh, it was silica in all of them. How in the hell would they put silica in there for? It's not needed. That makes really absolutely no sense for them to do that. Was it in a okay? Let me rephrase that. You said 12 bottles of a liposome vitamin C. Was it a powdered form? Like in a, like a capsulated in a powder? Or was it, I mean, because they should have been putting something like BHT in that or rosemary essential oil instead of silica so that the uh, liposome would rancid if, it's, if they're leaving it on the shelf. Um, you know, so again, I'm, I, that's got, that's, that's really odd. Wow. My brain is addled with nano. I'm collecting as much info from Tony while I can, as quickly as I can. When I research, it takes a few readings and a lot of... Okay. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Um, try using nootropics. Right now, I can't find pericetum anywhere. So as soon as the pericetum pops up again, grab it. You know, and then make that they make that nootropic formula that I show on YouTube. Shilajit is being talked about as well as as sea moss. They are supposed to restore all your minerals. Yeah, uh, Shilajit is also carbon C60. You know, that's why I'm saying to you right now, and this is why I tell everybody: majority of the stuff that's that you're hearing, I heard 30 years ago about Shilajit, 40 years ago about Shilajit. It was supposed to be the super duper pooper trooper for bodybuilders. It'd make you strong as an ox. You could lift all these weights and have muscle on pod muscle. At the time, the product was called Mumi, M-U-M-I-E. Okay. We didn't know at the time that it had carbon C60 in it. Now we do. That's what I'm saying. When you're reading these things, just because you hear the hype, this is where you have to start being a little bit more critically minded you know, and critically thinking. Where you don't, you shouldn't have to use, say, hey, is this good or bad? It's good or okay in the beginning and, and to initiate and give you an understanding. But when you read these things and you understand what's in, and looking at these components and start doing the research, just type in, is there any nano in whatever you're buying? You might be surprised what you might find. You know, they're telling you use the humic and fulvic acid. I don't understand why I would use that acid when I have four acids in my gut that I should be using to help, again, assimilate these nutrients. They're doing it anyway. So I had some, some of mine for months, so I couldn't return them. Plus some I had open. I was thinking to double them. No, don't donate them to charity. Put them in your, put them in your garden. Put them in your plants. Um... Uh, that's right, exactly. Um, you know, uh, same boat, can't we, can't we? Well, again, apply them in your garden. Your plants will use them, and the, and the earth will break that shit down. You know, I, and again, I can't remember the, the uh, terminology that's used. It's, again, so the type of soil bacteria that pretty much uh, will break things down. I mean, they got enzymes that will break down plastic, so. Um, yeah, I'm going to go through the same process. Okay. Um, yeah, pretty much everything is jacked. He sells nano as a great te new technology that, uh, before they started pushing it on the health. Well, you know what? If, like I said, there's a tumor report, I think it's over 2000 products or not more that now they're stating has nano in it even when i looked at it when it was only at 1600 or, or 1200 uh there were a lot of companies that were putting the nano uh delivery into the proteins um cell tech was one of them you know and again the, a lot of bodybuilding shit out there i'll tell you for a fact it's all contaminated pretty much with some kind of coloring agent or some kind of uh preserving agent or some kind of soy so you really have to or uh, synthetic sweeteners that can cause problems in the liver and or the the, um, the um, thymus or other places of the body. So, is you safe actually? Why would you put activated charcoal on toothpaste? I really don't get that one at all. It's an adsorbent. You know what an adsorbent is? You understand the term of adsorbent. 
you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of charcoal with filters, are they Trojan horses for nanoparticles? Um, charcoal filters are an adsorbent. In other words, it draws it to them. It doesn't really filter or it'll, it'll keep it or it'll keep them. Now, I will use a charcoal filter at this at a last stage of an extraction if I'm not convinced that the filtration purpose you're know, using oil in order to uh, collect whatever isn't working. You know, I may add the charcoal to it. Now, again, you have to kind of look now what charcoal you're using because some of that's even nano. So, like I said, they, if you want charcoal, you know, the best way to do it is burn some wood and then shave it off and then pulverize it into a powder. That would probably be the best way. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's, there you go. There you go. Check your products. Okay, I'm going to play some stuff here. Uh, uh, okay, so that, again, I'm going to sort of, I'm going to play some parody today because I found some of the parody was pretty pretty funny. Um, let's see which one I want to talk. Okay, here we go. Okay, so, now, some of you guys may have heard this already. Today, it was the first time I heard this. This is called The Eye of the Pfizer. So let me play some of this. Hold on. Here we go. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
Play that because somebody sent that to me and the eye of the Pfizer and um, even Klaus Schwab has a song. Did you know that? You know the guy is talented. Did you know he has he has a talent other than bullshit? <laughs> but anyway, I, I'm going to play this as well, and I'll continue just to take a little bit of a break and give you a little parody here, and I'll answer some of those questions. That okay to get on my email? Let's just send me an email and I put the email in the in the room. Uh, as far as short-term memory goes, use the nootropics. If you go on my nootropic page, you can find a lot of nootropics. There's a three, it's a three layer or level page of nootropics. Um, I think there was just a couple questions there. Okay. Let me play this one again. Not again. Another one. This is called, um, Imagine by Klaus Schwab. Here we go. I'm not the only one. 
Utsan te vidos that one because they got a picture of him and something's wrong with him genetically his head's not right and his ears are not right and something's just not right well he's not right to begin with you know uh <laughs> i couldn't have written a better bad guy <laughs> you know so there's a bunch of them so i'll play a couple more later but i wanted to play this because the reason why i wanted to play this is because so many of us have had to endure so much bullshit with wearing a mask. And now I got, and, and you know, what's interesting. I got an article there today as well in the, in the, um, in the links. What we three years ago, and what I used to have on my window three years ago about the dangers of wearing these masks and the contaminants of wearing these masks and all the dangers of brain damage from wearing these masks Guess what? Now they're saying the same thing we said three years ago. Oops. Uh, you know, whoops. And then they were saying that we were um, conspiracy theorists and uh, aluminum tin hat people. And we were right. And a lot of things we were saying throughout, a lot of things I was saying throughout, we're correct. And we're warning people, warning people. Did you know there's an article out there right now blaming people like myself for not speaking up enough about the fact that these things were dangerous? Hell, you could have been on top of a rooftop of a church with a megaphone and they wouldn't have listened. And in, and in fact, some of these ministers, priests and rabbis and, and imams were telling their congregations to get the jab. That irked my ire to no end. You have no idea. A buddy of mine in uh, Saskatchewan is also a fellow believer. You know, uh, I did a show on it, and he too, he called a contact and says he was, you know, on board with what I was saying at the time. You know, and a lot of these, like I said, and again, if you are a believer, your guide should be your Bible, not a minister on the pulpit. And if a minister on the pulpit is telling you to defile, defile your temple, you shouldn't be listening to him or it or her or whatever. Okay. Number one authority that everyone's supposed to be bowing down to is the Almighty. Everything else is secondary. 
So when we're looking at some of the things that we were saying three years ago, this article was actually mentioning the very things that we were screaming about with these masks. So again, um, uh, yeah, no, the one I had was, was uh, I don't know, maybe it was a satire, or maybe I interpreted it the wrong way, but it looked like, it looked like it was pretty authentic to me. Isn't that called gaslighting when they say we should have warned them, them more? Uh, you know what? I don't know how you want to define it, but no matter how you define it, it's now a little late. Most I had a true story, and I told you about this, I think, in the last show, the one before. A woman comes into my place to get some sunflower lesson. She's got a mask on. She's afraid to take the effing thing off. Now, no matter what you tell her, you can show her all the facts, all the scientific data, all every encyclopedia known to man, every scientific journal on it, and she would still not believe it. She has been so convinced that she needs that mask. And I met another one uh, grocery shopping. And I, saw, I, go, I used to walk up. She did have, one day she'd have a black mask. Next day she'd have a white mask. She is just, uh, again, completely conducive to the whole thing. And now she's making this style uh, statement. I used to always walk up. Are you going to rob a bank? Make sure you get some for me. You know, this is, like I said, it's too late now. Three years. I mean, the, the studies um, that Hitler made was that if you told somebody a lie for about a month, they'll never go back on it. Mm. And I think it was the Russians that did a study saying that if you could cause enough fear to can continue the fear, for, uh, uh, propagating the fear for two weeks, they'll never get over it. And I'm beginning to see the results of that, those statements being factual. It takes, it's very hard for a lot of them to snap out of it. And a lot of it's because of the brain damage that's been done just by them applying what the government had told them to do. Um, Well, they'll have to answer to God, that's for sure. But also the people will have to answer to God on that one too. This is supposed to be a shepherd that's supposed to be pastoring the sheep and making sure that, again, you don't add or take anything away from God's word. Even when I'm saying stuff you know, in the Bible and I, and I say certain things, a lot of times I will say, yes, I'm just I'm contorting this, but again, I'm not adding or taking nothing away. I don't need my ass handed to me. You know, so, you know, when they're, did this i was just tied in a knot you have no idea because i'm just seeing that they just led them to the slaughter now a lot of these people are dying we have people dying all the time now and the numbers are getting bigger and more so um, um you'll have to take a look at it um maybe i got that hold on let me take a look give me one second here um no it won't be there Maybe it's in that one. Nope. Give me a minute here because I did the. Um, let's see here. May not put it in the show either. Um, um, nope. No, it's not in there. Okay. No, I didn't. I didn't post it. The other thing too. Now. Now again, this is another play on words. What I'm going to tell you here. They're coming out now and saying people, um, uh, people that have got the jabs are now developing AIDS, AIDS. I'm reading this and I'm not, and I can't believe what I'm reading because AIDS is an acronym for 
you're sick. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome means in the simplest, the simplest of lay terms, you're sick. Not because you got some kind of STD or, or some kind of you know, high-profile venereal disease. You're sick. That's what that means. And they gave the terminology of being sick a scientific name. I remember when that first came out, I was still driving truck, you know. And when the AIDS epidemic broke down, like I said, there wasn't a truck driver that would go near any prostitute in the truck in the in the uh, rest uh, the truck stops. Wouldn't go near him for at least two weeks. That lasted all about two weeks. Yeah, you know. So it's just an acronym for meaning that you're sick, just like COVID is an acronym for meaning certification of vaccination identification. And then 19 was the year it came out, 2019. But everyone got caught up in this whole COVID bullshit, and it blows me away. You know, um, so will the Deagle report be accurate with the their population forecast? I really don't know. I mean, according to some of the doctors, today the uh, Bill Gates is trying to reach a 15% success rate in the reduction of the population. They reached a 40% success rate, according to whatever all these doctors are saying. And whatever numbers that you're seeing today in regarding to the deaths that they're recording, multiply that by 100. That would be a lot more accurate as to the actual numbers that are dead because the VAR is not reporting anything. The UK's uh, system is more uh, out, uh, outspoken on the facts rather than the US. US is just bullshit. You know. Uh, so, well, you got one, you got a good one then. If you got a pastor that was preaching against it, you got a good one. I heard a jab contains HIV. It, if it doesn't, it can produce it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, it does. It has uh, eight, 12 different strains of HIV. That actually, that's in the third jab, apparently. And that's the one that actually shuts down the DNA permanently. And you can never go, it, it basically, it, it eradicates it. So and it's supposed to also have a third strain that it put that it puts in there, so it allows the third strain to dominate and take over. So you now you have an operating system running your genetic code. That's why a lot of times I tell hear people all the time telling me that a doctor can do this and a doctor can do that. They can pull this out. They can pull. They can't pull that out. They don't even know. They don't even have a clue about what they're de dealing with to begin with. Most of them. And then you, then you hear all different things about snake venom and all this other bullshit. Again, it's all genetic. It's all frequency. And that's been from the word get-go. And again, we're having all these variable variations pop up with what everyone is, again, distracting people with. Until they get into the genetic code, until they get into the DNA, and they erase that operating system, they will be, these people will be perpetuate perpetually perpetuating or perpetually dying they ain't gonna stop uh, um, well it it's not just a weather modification that's probably contributing but it's also a time a time uh, these injections some of them have may have been incubated and again they may have decided at this point in time with these with the bad weather to turn on the frequency so that more of them will drop this way they can hide behind the weather uh, anomalies that they're creating just like in the very beginning okay they were blaming you know fish and then they were blaming bats and then, then they were blaming bat shit okay 
And when, when every time I saw somebody in China walking down the street and the light changed or they're running away from something and they and all of a sudden they dropped dead, it was all frequency that activated them. When they're standing beside a street light and the street light goes from red to green and they drop dead, that's a frequency. And this is what nobody was looking at because everyone's thinking, oh, what a boogeyman. And then when you look at the research, look at the research. No, there wasn't a... a, a scientific community in any country that even could identify the protein or the metabolite of this virus. And yet they had a vaccine. Sounds a little fishy to me. And then when you read the research that they were developing this as far back as 2012, they put it out by 2019. See, Trump was telling you kind of a half-truth Supposed to take 20 years, and they got done in what 90 days or whatever the time frame was. It wasn't that they got it out night that they got it figured out 90 days. They got it, they had it in place in 90 days. They already had developed this thing. Usually, it can take anywhere from five to 20 years for them to develop a um, a solution to to uh, again viruses and whatever. And and we also know that now viruses are nothing but proteins that have gone rogue, uh, free radical proteins that, again, everybody's exposed to. We produce them. Um, yeah, that's another thing that, that again, that they're, they're saying. Turbo, they're, the terminology is called turbo cancer. Now they're saying they're gonna, they got AIDS. Well, they all, they all have AIDS. They've got these injections that's altered their genetic code. They are now propagating the pandemic. They all have AIDS. That's why I tell everybody, if, if you're a guy, keep it packed. And if you're a gal, keep them crossed. You don't know today who's exposed to what. And the research is also out there. If I want to target your DNA and you're being monitored with the people and group of people that you hang around with, all it would take would be to infect any one of the people that you're involved with. It won't harm them. But if you shake their hand, if you kiss them, if you hug them, if you eat from the same plate they eat, the genetic code that's in them can transfer to you if it's designed to target your genome. Like I said, we're no longer living in that world that we once thought we were in. And for some people, this is really hard to take because this is really high-end uh, genetic modification. You know, uh, yeah, I'm the same way. When I'm typing and I, and I put in the word God, G-O-D, I always capitalize God to... Get, to uh, uh, recognize the authority um and again same thing with jesus the j is always capital you know uh you give them their due god and jesus they're, they're you know king and god of everything so again yeah and the, and the ai constantly keeps changing that pisses me off you have no idea um yeah new king yeah there you go so what are the red e people taking to protect themselves it must have protection in from the antidote. <laughs> That's a question you need to go ask them. How's that? You know, some of them may be. That's possible. 
Thanks for clarifying, Tony. I have thought the injections are responsible to. Yeah, they all are. We never had this kind of crap. People dropping dead from a signal light or spinning around, seeing demons uh, trying to attack them or assault them. You know, we never, we've never seen all this shit until the WF made, made the scene, until Bill Gates made it. Now Bill Gates, again, as I started in the beginning of the show, Australia, they're telling, they're telling the Australians there's going to be a new outbreak. And, they, and he was praising the Australian system for the way they, they were able to contain the problem. I don't know if the Australians are going to go before this second time. I hope not. I hope they don't fall for that bullshit and that bullshitter. These guys are making money hand over fist about the people that die because every country has insurance on their general population. And every time they sell these drugs to these governments, they're making money. And there's no retribution for anything that can go wrong. That should have changed a long time ago. But we can blame Ronald Reagan for that bullshit. And I, don't, and I do not understand how one country can dictate policy throughout the whole planet that if you say in the United States you cannot sue them, that you can't do that in the United Kingdom or France or Italy or Germany or Poland or Bulgaria or Romania or even Russia you know, or China. How is it that they cannot be held accountable in other countries? This makes no sense to me either, you know. Uh, well, I, and since I, you'd have to, uh, again, if you want me to answer that question, uh, you'd have to give me the text of what we're talking about. So, well, it depends on who was responding to some, oh, there was a woman responding about garlic <clears throat> and, um, she was saying that was one sure way of not making babies. And I was cracking up because of the way she, <laughs> the way she, and um, there was some dialogue going on back and forth. So, you know, sometimes I don't say anything because I'm too, I'm, I'm too busy laughing. And it's just, you know, because of the exchange going on. So, uh, um, so that may have been what it was about. Um, Bill Gates told Australia to be ready for, yeah, exactly. The next pandemic, and it might be man-made. Might be man-made. And you know what? That's, that's astounding. You know, that's astounding. Um, well, there was another article I was reading. And you know how I've been saying that there's going to be a segregation? I, I, I see it coming. I was talking to a, a, a client in Australia, and they've already got gated communities there where people are not jabbed, and they don't allow jabbed people to come into the community. Imagine that. And, I, and I'm... And I think we're going to see a lot more of that. And we're going to see those people who've got those private gated communities are going to be, you know, assaulted with some sort of race, racism or some sort of uh, phobic whatever. And the government may pass some legislation on it. You know, oh, you got to let everybody in. But all that's going to wind up happening there is the people that are in those communities are not going to sell their property to anybody. They're going to hang on to whatever they got. And, you know, the only thing that the only thing that may happen is if you have any kind of stores or any kind of markets, they may have to be closed only and, you, and you'd only come there. Uh, maybe just a, a delivery method where you're delivering to the people in the community that, you know, you know, the profiling is going to get really bad. You know, 
Uh, I can smell a hustle from a mile away. Your jabs are a hustle, oh, for sure. Uh, if someone needs blood transfusion, there could be given. That's right. Um, um, but even the Jehovah Witness protocol could be contaminated. It may not be a vax person's blood, but they can add a nano program to it or a, a, a genetic program to it. How are you going to know? How are you going to know? Look at the situation. I believe that was down in Australia that the child needed a blood transfusion and she wanted pure blood. And they, they, I think they took the child from her. That's what I mean. Things are going to change dramatically here. You know, they're going to change dramatically. Um, yeah, that that may be a term used. They're terrorists. They're you know, or if they're predominantly European descent, you know, they're they're uh, they're um, uh, what's the term? What the hell's the term? Privileged, white privileged. You know, that's another thing. Or if they're let's say they're dark skin, you know, they may have another entitlement to them. So, and again. It's not going to be, and again, if you have a mixture of people in there, whether they be of, of ethnicity or of color or, or background, whatever they may be, or even ideology, then they'll have some other kind of phobic label or some other kind of uh, thing. Because again, they can't get you at that point. If you got a, a, a predominantly European, uh, a predominantly European descent group, you may have an argument, okay, they're racist, but if you got a mixture of everybody in these groups, right, they can't say anything in that regard. But you may, but technically, you are discriminating. Technically, but discrimination is not because based on color, creed, or ideology. It's again a form of separating from a bioweapon. And again, with all the data coming out now on this thing, how the shots have caused all the problem. Um, that was New Zealand. Um, yeah, I mean, expect this. Let's say a hundred people went out into the middle of nowhere, all, all colors, all ethnicities, common theme everybody had was a, you know, everyone's going to respect everybody's beliefs or religion or, or faith or spirituality, whatever. And the main theme was that they were going to isolate themselves from those who had been given the, the, uh, the bioweapon. And they created a community, and they created a gated community. You would have to put signs all around that community, private property, do not trespass, blah, blah, blah. You know, and you'd have to be armed. You would have to be armed because you will, you will be approached in that form or fashion, you know. So it's not just going to be a simple thing of getting off the grid. It's going to be a matter of getting off the grid, developing your own uh, food sources, encasing your food sources, protected from anything falling from the sky. No genetics, no genetically modifying of the food supply, altering the soil, filtering the soil from nanotechnology, you know, and then having your own water table, and again filtering the water from plastics and micro micro. Uh, Pollutants that may be in the water that you may not know of, for instance, maybe solvents or chemicals that may be coming from a chemical factory or shit they may be dumping into the water so that it would poison, poison the well. 
things like this, you know, these are, these things all have to be taken into consideration, you know. Um, and again, I'm giving you a means of having foresight, not hindsight. Having your own generators. I was just looking at something yesterday on a line battery. I was impressed with this because line batteries are super easy to make and have a lot of power. And the bigger your container, the more power you can put out. I said, well, what do you know? That costs nothing. And when you and when it wears out, you just dump out the calcium in it and and again put new water and new new uh, lime and, cal and lime powder, and you got a brand new battery again. And you could pro and you could reach and you can charge them up. They last about ten years. Imagine that, you know. Um, Well, you can hide, but it's very difficult. And you got to go down pretty because that new Wi-Fi technology will allow them to go down pretty deep and underground. I think uh, Elana Freeland, who does the, the her work is on the uh, space fence, saying you'd have to go about a mile down. So, start digging. <laughs> but I think as what will help your situation is a again you don't you don't uh, you don't produce a footprint. You know, you create decoys, places that you build elsewhere. So if they do decide to fire some beam from the sky, they take out they the decoy out. You know, you got to think in terms of you know wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. You know, that's biblical. So that that's my point in all of this. You know, God will offer whatever protection he's going to give us. And, and whatever time, and again, when it's our time to go, it's our time to go. That's all there is there. He says, all right, time up, time's up. You know, whatever happens, happens. And again, you better, and again, everybody should be, should be, um, um, Committed to that, not commit accepting that. None of us are meant to live forever in this shithole. Not nobody, you know, nobody. So, like I said, our our time is to develop, evolve, become more godlike to the best of our ability, to re reflect God in the best of our ability, and then to again, when it's our time to leave this place, we leave it. We're done. Tell me, my husband went to a Maple Leafs Foods job here last week. They told him he has to have the jab to work there. He told them, I'm not jabbed, and I'll never take it. Good for him. Good for him. You know, this is the other thing we also all need to do. Start thinking about being entrepreneurs. This bullshit about working for people or working for corporations that want you to compromise your health, they need to go fuck themselves. Period. You need to develop your own autonomy. Everybody does. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Old fashioned girl saying it. We need to, we are in a war. And anything they can do to get you to compromise your position, okay, you gotta have a job to have a jab. You know what? F you, I'm done. You know, walk out. And now what you're hearing is the elite are saying that they don't want pilots that have been jabbed. They want unjabbed pilots to fly their airplanes. So what is that saying? You know, 
What is that saying? So, like I said, these are things that we need to uh, to deal with. A video on the insane. Yeah, okay. So, again, this is why I'm offering these things. And, again, look up Lime batteries, L-I-M-E batteries. Look them up on YouTube. Super simple to build. You may be able to use these things with an inverter to run space heaters to run your home, heat up your homes. Don't use the grid for your for your electricity and we need to start thinking in these alternative fashions you know uh so again this is how we start preparing lime general yeah there you go it's a truck drive right it's a truck drive I'm not sure what you mean by a truck or maybe it's talking to somebody else okay these are some of the things you want to start learning how to make your own power so no matter where you live, you're going to have any lights, light bulbs, whatever. Okay. And if you can create your own electricity through generate some sort of generator or uh, creating a recharge system for these batteries using the, again, and solar is not reliable. Solar for all the bullshit about solar. It's like, it's like a secondary or third type of backup that you want to have. And these batteries are very simple to make. And you probably could, uh, again, um, Put them in a series to increase the amperage that you may need. And you may, again, I always get these two uh, terms con, uh, confused. Inverters or converters. Inverters, I think, are the ones that invert the DC to AC. And the converter converts the AC to DC. I think that's right. Anyway, but I have to, because I always have to look that up. So, um, so again, these are things that we, you know, start thinking. Because if you're going to have a, let's say you have an aquaponic system going, where you're going to be raising fish. Um um it's a battery it's a battery it's just like you know you got two prongs a positive and a negative you know a lead battery has to have sulfuric acid to, to uh chemically stimulate the electricity from the from the lead basically you're doing it with lime lime is a non-polluting uh, product you know they even got sodium sulfur batteries out there that way you can build anybody can build them may have to build maybe 10 or 20 of them but if it gives you the, the equivalent power of what you need to run a a uh, operation, it's cheap enough to do. So go look it up. You know, uh, not lime juice. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, lime. You know, do you know what lime? Lime is basically a type of calcium. All right. So and when it's when it's uh, put in water and other things, it can create a heat that stimulates electricity you know there we go limestone yeah that's what i say go look up line batteries okay so we got to start thinking 2023 if the grid goes down what are you going to use for power how long will your batteries last you know uh what are you going to do if you know with your coolers and reefers Start looking at getting DC freezers, DC refrigerators, so you can run them on this type of power. You don't need to then have an inverter. inverter. Okay, these are things you want to, again, uh, consider. Okay. Like I said, this is where we start putting our heads together, looking at the internet, and then even bringing it into this, to this uh, forum, forum we have here. 
you know, what everyone's finding. Then everybody can then start looking and see what they can afford to do. But this is pretty cheap to make. When you see the guy uh, making contact with the uh, negative and positive, it's got a hell of an arc, and he's he's lighting up a, I believe, a 60-watt bulb. That's pretty powerful for a battery that's made out of water and lime. So, again, there may be, and one of them adds some other thing, you know, as well. So, um yeah, so there you go. Like I said, these are things everybody needs to talk and share about. Because I really get tired of talking about these about these injections. I really get tired of talking about the stupidity that has transpired. You know, we need to start, again, developing ideas and being creative in what to do, how to protect ourselves in the future. Okay, when I talk about creating ionic fields in your, in your environment, creating ozone in your environment. You know, these are things we need to start to think about. You got somebody coming into your house. You know, I've talked to people that will not allow anybody in their house has been injected. They flat out refuse. Now, right now, most of us live in some kind of city town or village. And you have to go shopping. You have to go to church. And even going to church may be a problem because some of the parishioners, whether it be church, temple, uh, wherever, <clears throat> whatever it may be, you know, mosque, temple, church structure, you know, any place of worship. And you may have people in those structures that took those jobs and are shedding. You know, so again, these are things that we need to realize that this is, so if I'm going to go to a, a, a function like that, I'm going to wear an ionizer. I may have two of them on me, just in case one of, one of them, if the battery, if one of them has the battery go down, I have the second one on me, you know. Um, do, we have, do we have like a telegram channel to somewhat, we can chat when the show's not on? I don't know, uh, I can get on telegram. They banned me, so I can't even get there. But, um, uh, I'm sure we could probably, everyone starts again doing some hunting around, uh, where we can do a uh, have a forum of some kind. Uh, there were any if anybody wants to go in and discuss different things, you can do that. I, I like I said, I've got a group on Zoom, and we're all constant, we're, but we're okay, we can do um, video conferencing on there. I don't know what the limit is there, um. But yeah, we can do stuff like that on those kind of channels, you know. So that that that's that's also um, another another idea. Should be nice to open one. Um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, okay. Well, uh, saying okay, you got a lot of people here saying you know go for it. start it up, start it up. You know. Um, uh, I take dance with a room full of back. I take dance with a room full of backed people. Are you talking vaxxed? Okay, you don't know. So I saw a video on BitChute where where a baby said you told her to get out of your shop as she was vaccinated. It was uh, on news in Canada, I think. Um. Well, yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was a reporter. 
that was a reporter that had um, done an interview with me three months prior when I was talking about the jumping or the hopping of the injections. Again, this was at the beginning. Nobody was even talking about this stuff, that these injections were transferred from person to person to person. So then I put a sign on my door, two signs actually, on the right and the left. When you came to the door, you couldn't miss, couldn't miss. Okay, you couldn't miss the sign. So she walked in the door and said, I'm with CTV. And I said, are you jabbed? She says, yes, I got two jabs. I said, do you know how to read? She looked at me and she, um, I said, the signs on the door stated that if you had any one of the, because at the time we had four bioweapons out there, not just the two. Now we're down to one. And so she said, yes. I said, but I'm, I'm with C. I said, I don't care who you're with. You know, I'm not interested in giving you an interview anyway. I even told them no down at the, when they called me up. I, they called me up and I said no. CBC wanted to do an interview with me too. They're both hustling to get down there to talk to me. And I told them both no. I already had said what I needed to say. I was, I was done with it. So, um, you know, so, you know. Again, and then my landlord about a week later had me evicted. <laughs> Aha, there you go. Fire medic can set up a Discord page. There we go. Now he's the tech guy, so there's another one. It wouldn't hurt to have a bunch of them going on, different platforms. I've said this before, everyone having different pods that we can um, have each group do whatever research they're doing and then share it and then come together and then share the information. Um, well, the reason why I agreed to do it the first time, because you got to remember at that time, nobody was talking about contact vaccinosis. I was, and nobody was listening. I knew I was going to get a shot. I knew they were going to take a shot at me with whatever they were going to do. But I did get that message out. That's all I wanted to do. And again, to get people thinking. I had people contact me from all across the United States and Canada and other parts of the world, you know, congratulating me because I took a stand. And when I went on the air, I only had like six seconds of six seconds of exposure with uh, 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 CBC. You know, uh, and I had about 10 seconds with the MTV or C, with our CTV and CBC. So it, one gave me six seconds, one gave me six seconds, but it was enough time for me to say what I had to say. And then they censored the rest. So that's why I did it. Um, you know, so again, uh, Tony is, is banned from Telegram. Yeah, I can't go in there. It was just, you know, uh, yeah, so the lady was in tears on the news. She acted like she was a customer. She failed to say say she was a reporter. Yeah, well, there was another one that came in. She was a little chunky punky, you know, five feet by five feet by five feet. And uh, she came in and I asked her the same thing. Have you been injected? She said, yes. I said, well, you can't come in the store. She said, well, that's the first I've heard of it, that if you got an injection, you can't come in. I thought it was if you were injected, you uh, not injected, you can come in. not here. So she was. She wore glasses, and so, these, so the reporter caught up to her, and she fabricated some bullshit story that I had 13 people in the store. Nobody was wearing a mask. Well, the store wouldn't hold 13 people at one time, no matter what. 
Oh, it was a small little place. And so anyhow, um, uh, I expected the health minister to come in that day. She came in the next day. So I expected you here yesterday. And I said, so she said, well, you know why I'm here? I said, of course I know why you're here. You heard that bullshit about 13 people in the store. There's only three. You know, she gave me a fine that never got paid. I never paid it. Not going to either. Um, well, and I think it's going to start. I think. Well, I don't think they're going to get turned away, Janine. I don't think so. I think what's going to happen is they don't have to worry. They're not going to have to worry about getting turned away. They're going to be dead. You know, a lot of them are going to be dead. And uh, and a lot and a lot of people today who aren't jabbed and interacting by uh, interacting with these people on on a genetic level. Are going to also wind up severely compromised or dead, you know. Uh, yeah, the chunky one. Yeah, chunky punky. Yeah, yeah. She came in and she made the comment about, "Oh, there were thirteen people." I said, "Something's wrong here, blood." And I thought, "Really, thirteen people?" Um, it. Um, <laughs> so it. Uh, well, she was. She was five feet tall. You know, five feet wide, five feet round. I mean, that's that's what she that's what she was. So anyhow, <laughs> you know, uh, um, if I were copper mesh on my head to protect from the frequencies, do I have to ground? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, it's, it's got to go somewhere, or else all you're doing is producing an antenna. You know. Um, so anyway, let me let me continue. I'm going to play some more parody. Uh, I think you'll like this. And then I'm going to play something from Free Medic. Uh, see what I got here. I had a Pfizer. We already heard that one. That's got yet to come. Uh, where is it? No. Jeez, where'd it go? Hold on. Give me a second here. It, all, it, all, it never fails. It just never fails. Um, well, we already heard that one. Okay. Is this one? Uh Okay. Yeah, I'll play this one and I'll play another one. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here it is. Cut through the heart and you're to blame about you kill us with vaccines. Thanks. 
to make the stop when it's hit on this kiss so sweet as we Must wants to chip my uh-huh mm. i'm a little fussy about that <laughs> i don't know about you guys but i'm a little fussy about it um let's see here what am i looking at oh no okay we already played that one Oop. sorry about that that one got away from me um you remember when they were telling us about the graphene and these so-called doctors had discovered the graphene and how the graphene was magnetic. And you know how I've been saying all along that graphene is not a excuse me a magnetic material at all. Well, I found an article today which I really was surprised me because I was I wasn't looking for it. But in there they tell you that when they develop the component. With the to be able to transfer um, the whatever they want to put in there, they use a carbon material. Okay, that could be graphene, could be diamine, could be carbomer, could be C60, C125, could be any kind of carbon, nanocarbon material that they want to utilize. But they also mentioned putting a ferromagnetic material in the graphene or in the carbon. Imagine that. Because there's no way that the graphene would, would work in a magnetic field except to be repelled by it. Doesn't it. It's not attracted to it. So it's not a magnetic, it's not a magnetic material. It's what they call a diamagnetic, which means that if you put a magnetic field to a material, it will repel it. And you can test this out yourself. If you take a copper pipe and you have a cylindrical magnet and you drop that magnet through a pipe, okay, it will not drop right away it will slowly levitate its way down depending on how long the pipe is you got a three or four foot pipe it may take about 20 or 30 seconds before it hits the floor graphene works the same way so when i'm looking at some of the stuff um and i look at some of the stuff <clears throat> that i'm again reading or seeing again some of the stuff just makes me you know whatever um it 
it's amazing. Let me read this thing here to you. Um, so again, you have an idea. So when you read these things, so you start, when you see stuff like this, it makes you wonder. How graphene functions, on the one hand, the nanosyringes subject was introduced. Um, oh, sorry. What the hell happened here? Oh, yeah. The nanosyringes subject was introduced. To this end, a piston should be embedded inside the nanotube and a ferromagnetism. <laughs> ferromagnetism means you're using an iron material for, to, for uh, that's magnetic. And carbon nanotubes with small diameters were needed. Imagine that. Imagine that. They manipulated even the graphene. And this is where I, I, and I was saying this for so long, that the doctors that saw this did not understand what they were looking at, and they don't. Most of these doctors today are about 30 years behind, and they're still thinking in the simplistic terms of biology and symptomology. Most allopaths today do not look at causality. Most don't and won't. Because if they look at causality, they'll be able to actually fix it. Um, I wouldn't know. Why would you do that? Are you going to take the jab? You know, I, I don't understand this question either. How is it that you, you're taking this to that level? I don't get it. Okay, this is talking about an injection and how they design these bioweapons to be able to transfer that, that transfer whatever program they want. Are you planning on getting an injection? Okay, this is a question. Does that mean we have to low, uh, lower our ferritin levels by blood donation or wet cupping therapy? Are you going to engage yourself in any way, shape, or form with this type of bioweaponry? You know. Yeah, but a lot of that, a lot of that would have came right out of your ass. A lot of that would not even have been broken down. Okay, so again... If that was the case, you'd already be dead but from iron toxicity because of the rust that it would form. If you're taking any kind of acid, citric acid, malic acid, ascorbic acid, uh, well, not so much ascorbic, acetic acid, you know, you'd already be dead. So like I said, this is something that, again, you're, you're way out there. You know, just keep it in context. We're talking about an injection here which bypasses everything. And we're loading a technology with iron so that the magneto would then be effective with the with the graphene, you know. Uh, iron combined with magnus protein makes graphene. No, it doesn't. Where in the hell are you getting that from? Do you know what graphene is exactly? Iron con combined with magnus does not produce, uh, and protein does not make graphene. Graphene is not a protein-based material. It's a carbon-based material. And yes, graphene is susceptible to frequencies, especially when you interact uh, iron with it. But what you're saying is totally out to lunch. I don't even know where you got that from. Um, that's not true either. Where the hell are you getting this from? Many people have gray hair these days, even young people, because of increased iron. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Iron is a result of high levels of oxidation. If you increase vitamin C, copper, you reverse that because, again, it neutralizes the oxidative level, not because of iron. 
I'm not sure where you're getting that from again. Where did you find this? You know, um, that's right. Exactly. Uh, so I, again, I'm not sure where you're getting this because it's not correct. That's for sure. But if you do a little research, you'll find that A, iron plus protein does not make graphene. Okay. You can bind iron with protein to make it utilized by the body, but it's very poorly utilized. You have to combine it with some kind of uh, other material. Oh, he's totally full of shit then. Do your own research. Instead of being, a, instead of being an acolyte of dumbasses, do your own research. Okay. Gray hair doesn't come from iron and copper. Iron and co you need copper to absorb iron. You also need B12, to, uh, B12, copper, and vitamin C to absorb iron correctly. So if you have high levels of oxidation going on in your body, that's what causes the gray hair. You know, yeah, well, again, he's following another disinformer, and he's following hook, line, and sinker to it, not doing his own research like he should. You know, iron and copper, go look it up. Iron, copper, and vitamin C are required and B12, B12, iron and, and, and B12, copper, um, and uh, vitamin C are required for proper use of iron absorption. Uh, he started a protocol, root cause protocol, and is promoting taking cow. Okay, and there is no fish oil, okay, that isn't rancid. So the rancid fish oil further oxidation. So again, he's he's again contorting the research. Go some real research about fish oils. You will find 16 countries tested all the fish oil products. Not one was fit for human consumption. Not one. They're all rancid. Yep. Exactly. So again, whatever you're, that's why I said, quit being an acolyte, an acolyte of dumbasses. These guys are disinformers. Just because somebody says he's a doctor doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. There are a lot of them out there. They're out there to, again, they're acting as shills to disinform you and to mislead you. This industry has been infiltrated by the medical association. They'll tell you whatever shit they want to tell you for you to believe it because they're doctors, you know. Well, again, you say you say you say you stop trusting Morley Robbins, but yet you're 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 quoting the guy. How is I, that makes no sense to me? You know, so why are you quoting this guy as some kind of an authority? This is again, this is programming. You know, you're again. You need to break this program. You really do. Um, if these guys are, like I said, I don't care what doctor you listen to in the health food industry, nine out of 10 of them are full of shit. Nine out of 10 of them don't know anything about health. Nine out of 10 of them will sell you whatever they're being, uh, paid to sell you. And they don't give a shit if you live or die because the way they look at it is if the nutraceutical doesn't work. You're going to go to the pharmaceutical. So what, either way it goes, you are going to pay them and they're going to make money. You know. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
Majority of these doctors will tell you ascorbic acid doesn't work and it's toxic. Are you going to believe that too? I got a report on my website. It goes back prior to the 50s where they were using ascorbic acid to treat just about everything under the sun and they saw results with it. Those That research I'll buy, that was before the health food industry became a, 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 a phenomenon. Now you got all these doctors selling all these uh, uh, nutraceuticals that are contaminated with God knows what. Uh, no, why would it? You got other factors in your body that, again, are there as well. You need iron. You don't have iron, you'll drop dead, period. Okay, so, and again, if it's, and if it's combined with the com right components for absorption, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go where it needs to go. You will shit out what you don't use. Uh, yeah, there's a, yeah, that's another one for sure. You know, uh, so it um, anything in any excess. So we can clear this up a little bit. Anything in any excess can cause a problem for sure. But you also got to consider most, like I just got done telling you. 95 to 90, 99% of the medical people that are in the health food industry today have absolutely no idea of nutraceuticals. They read the research just like you do. They follow whatever research that they want to extrapolate just like you do. And they get sucked into being acolytes of bad information, just like you do. Because a lot of these doctors don't think. And majority of these doctors that are in this industry today are being endorsed very heavily by the, again, the nutraceutical companies. They're given anywhere from ten dollars to $25,000 just to endorse a product and to read off of a script. That's a fact. So, again, don't, don't fall for any of this stupidity. Well, again, whole food vitamin C is bullshit because it's not whole food. It's, it's a bioflavonoid. You ever read? Have you ever read the ingredients of that? <laughs> you know, why can I do reverse gray, uh, reverse gray hair? I'm in my early 30s. Well, again, what what is? I just said what you could do. Okay, you need copper. You're low in copper, and you're going to hear some other research about how copper is bad for you too. You're going to believe that too. You're under a lot of oxidative stress because of the way we live today. And this is where you got to start thinking. And I keep telling you, everybody, you got to start thinking in 2023. What environment are you living in? Instead of following bullshit, start thinking in these terms and then start doing your research based on the environment you're living in and then how to neutralize the environment, what environment you're in. You know, uh, that's where you got to be at. Following these doctors today, they're just, look, they're part of the AMA, CMA, and whatever the European equivalent is. They don't give a shit about you. They don't care. You know, they just don't care. They're there to make money. They're, they make money off of misery, not because they're trying to help you. That's never been the case. And you need to start thinking. What have they cured in the last hundred years? Nothing. Not a damn thing. They haven't cured one thing. Because if they cure one thing, they'll lose their license. And this is who you want to listen to? I will listen to a doctor say things. 
But then I will research what he's talking about to see if there's any validity to what he's talking about. And I will again look at the negative side of these things to see what, if if any truth to what they're saying has any valid point. You've got to look at both sides. Don't just follow some goofball because he says this is going to do this and it's going to be perfect and you're going to be okay. You got to look at everything. You got to look at load, how much to take, how much it becomes dangerous, at what level. A lot of different things. You know, a lot of different things. All right, we're coming near the end of the show. Okay, we're coming near to the end of the show. Now, I say at the end of the shows, you know, read your gospel. Read your gospels. Read what Jesus had to say, you know. Look what he did, Look who, and look how he spoke, look how he walked. Now read it. It's going to be the key thing to save you. There's a verse in John 14, 6 saying that he's the way, the truth, and the life, that no man come unto the Father but by through him. So it seems to me that since he came into this shithole and left this shithole and went home, he's the one that's going to help us get out of here. That's my, my take on it. So again, read the Gospels. Read Book of Revelations, that's talking about the interdimensional war. That's going to, it's happening right now and it's being engaged as we talk. Read about, read the Gospels. Get acquainted with the Gospels. I can't emphasize that enough. Uh, see up above there about the about section. We got a new, brand new contributor there, uh, Kim Bochinski. So you got Fire Medic, you got Fiona, you got Cherie, you got Yanni. You got Kim, and then you got myself. So you got people there that can help you and advise you in in areas of health, technology, frequencies. Fire medics, you know, there the frequency. I didn't get to his uh, his uh, thing because we ran out of time. I played on the next show, but there you go. You got people there that can help you. If you can donate to them, please do so. If you can't, don't worry about it. Share the show, share the information, and if you need help, there are the links. Contact them. You know. They'll do what they can to give you a hand. All righty. I realize sitting at the ICU, doctors can't heal shit. Otherwise, the hospitals wouldn't be so busy. Exactly. It's, it's just business. It's just business. Just like that show said on the network, it's, the world is a business, Mr. Beal. And without that business, they're out of business. They don't function. You know. So again, you know, pay attention. Pay attention. You know. Uh... Anyway, as I always say at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So to the next segment, which will be Saturday, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, Eastern. For those of you in Europe and across the oceans, want to tune in, 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern, uh, Saturday, which will be, I think, what, the 27th, 20, uh, 28th, I think, I hope. All right. Till then, take care.